Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Feel Better Show brought to you by A Difference of Opinions. Um, 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 da 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phil Better Show. I am your host with the most, Phil Better. And today, we're going back across the pond for another amazing guest. I have Maisie FaceTiming slash Skyping me right now. Maisie, please introduce yourself. Yo! Can't believe I'm on the show. Whoop, whoop. It's finally happening. I'm with the world's nicest podcaster ever. I've given you that title. It's sticking. We're all going to use it. World's nicest podcaster, feel better. Yeah, I'm Maisie, and I'm from the show Beg to Differ. If no one's ever heard of it, you probably haven't, but that's fine. Excellent. So, Maisie's, uh, your show, can you give us just a quick rundown before we jump into today's topic? Cool. So, basically, it um, it's a show where we try and persuade each other to agree with our unpopular opinion. So, uh, someone will say something, and they'll have to argue their point and try their hardest to get the others to agree it rarely ever happens but i think i win the most i might just be biased there but i think you win you the know. most too yeah right? yeah you i win. think i do win the most and i think i also have the most controversial opinions as well you... nothing major it's always like it's always like silly stuff like green milk's the best milk steps is better oh. than us but that kind of thing oh that's a, that's a big one there uh green milk's better than blue milk i don't know I don't know. I do like milk. <laughs> this is the first. Maisie's actually like this is the first time I'm having a live video back and forth. So, so uh, if I lose myself, it's because I'm very confused of what's going on. Um, I'm also <laughs> holding my phone, looking at me, and it's 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 really weird seeing myself as well as the other person, and mm. they're not in studio. But I don't really have a studio; it's an apartment. But anyways, moving on to uh, the craziness that is the Feel Better show, then we go on tangents. Maisie's brought up a interesting topic for today's show. It's a comedy sketch group. How, how about you describe it? Because I don't know how yeah. to describe it. So um, it's this, uh, uh, this group, this company called uh, Team Starkid, and they do mainly musical parodies of uh, big hits like Harry Potter, Star Wars, Disney, Batman, that kind of thing. And they are based in Chicago and they're fantastic. I've seen nearly everything. No, just think, and I talk about them quite often on my own show um, without like going into detail. So I thought this would be a great way to get people to check them out more because they're so good. They actually do because you sent me the link to the one for regarding Anakin Skywalker, aka mm-hmm. Darth Vader, on working on the Death Star. And I, yeah. I compared it because I was talking with Jacob and I compared it to like The Office version yeah it's yeah, very it's very silly like that and it's like a full two just over two hours and i looked at a few yeah. of their other ones and it's like a full movie they're doing yeah it's a full it's a full stage show so they're all performed um at a theater so there's an intermission and everything so it's at, uh, split up by act one and act two and um yeah it really like each show is really different and um, it kind of changes depending on what they are parodying um, so like with the with Annie, um, basically with that one, so Darth Vader wants to go back to his one true love of pod racing. And it's all the voices 
like are all totally different to um, how they are in the movies, but somehow it weirdly works. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is an alcoholic and somehow evil. Um, well, if you look at you it, know, he is evil in Vader's view. Yeah, exactly. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. So <laughs> it's... Um, we already started with the difference of the opinions. Already starting. Bringing, bringing your show into my show. Yeah, you know, it tends to happen. I just can't help it. I bring my differing wherever I go. Um, so with... Um, yeah, so... And with Annie as well. Uh, the It also has... Um, sorry, I'm doing a lot of ums today. Uh, uh, they make a lot of... It's a lot of, like, self-aware jokes. So it's very much like taking the mick out of the Star Wars fandom and, like telling rubbish jokes and then being like oh don't you know dick about star wars and um it's just uh yeah i just think i think it's a really all the comedy is really spot on for what it is so what i'll do is i'll take you i'll take you on a sort of timeline of all the other ones i was was gonna ask you can you give me a bit of a history lesson of this group so that i can know and first start with how you found them out so that i can know so uh, so, um, the first one i what was i think was annie because I'm really in Star Wars and I was just came across it because I think that that's actually one of their most recent ones where most people start is at the very beginning. Sorry, I did it. I had to sing it. Um, so uh, their very first one was um, a very Potter musical. Okay. So, uh, so it was parodying uh, the Harry Potter. Basically, um, it starts off with Harry going to Hogwarts. It's very much taken, uh, taken the make out of... Um, sort of the relationship between him, Ron, Hermione, and like no one really likes Hermione. Um, and then Malfoy uh, sort of like <laughs> rolls on the floor as an entrance over flamboyant, um, really playing up all the characters. Um, lots of very fun jokes in there, like um, there's the sorting hat, but then there's also the scarf for sorting uh, sexual orientation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's very silly comedy, and then um, Quirrell comes in, and one of the funny things with Team Starkid is there's there's not much of a budget there. They're very much um, self-funded and funded by Patreon and people who support them. So, but they really play to their low budget. So they had um, Quirrell come on, and he's just huge because he's got another guy on the back of him. So they oh just like. God. So it's just two guys just walking together, like, back to back the whole time. And then, like, they have a great song where they're singing about trying to get along and trying to hang out. And um, so they're trying to find a way to, you know, uh, ruin Harry Potter's day. And Harry Potter is basically just like, I'm Harry freaking Potter. I'm famous. I'll do what I want. Um, So, uh, yeah, I actually only just recently watch these ones like last week because i was like oh i haven't actually watched them but they're some people's absolute favorites i can understand how the harry potter one would be someone's favorite just given well the size of how big harry potter is in the world but just simply thinking of having to watch someone back to back for a whole show that that would be impressive yeah i think um eventually they uh separate 
and then there's this heartfelt like oh god because it turns out obviously Voldemort was gonna sell Quirrell out and uh, get him thrown into Azkaban so he could go off and do his evil thing but they'd become friends by then so it was an utter betrayal and um it, yeah so it was kind of a mix of um the story is like taking elements from all the different films and books so it was kind of a a, a mixture and then we go on to Team Starkid next endeavor, which is, in my opinion, the weirdest. Okay. So, ha. Huh, how do I describe this? Well, first of all, it's called Me and My Dick. I- interesting um, title. Yeah, would you say you pulled in so far? It, yeah, intrigued? You ha- I'm intrigued. I won't lie. I'm very intrigued by Me and My Dick. And I, yeah. I have an idea of where it could go, but I want to. I, I don't want to say because I'm. I want to know <laughs> the actual truth. Okay, right. So, me and my dick is about Jerry Richter, who is, which is the real actor's name, and it's about him. He's a teenage boy going to school, and it's about him and what pops up next to him, hanging around with him all the time is his dick. Played by another person. Fantastic costuming, by the way. He wears, like, a little pink bobble hat, sort of flesh-coloured clothes, and then he's got these big old balls on on, on his on, on the bottom half of his leg and his ankles. And uh, So it, I'm just going to stop you. Th- not anywhere what I was going down with. Oh, I actually really? thought what it was going to be, like, the King and I parody. Oh, yeah. No, I can see that, actually. No, I think this is one of their... Original? Originals. So this is one that they... Because they do sometimes do their own concepts. Um, yeah. Wow. It's very literal. Yep. Didn't <laughs> didn't see that coming at all. No. I'm a little disappointed, actually, in myself that I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Well, this is definitely... If you're in the mood to just watch something so odd... It's um, it's a real whirlwind, but as always, the songs are an absolute treat. And um, so you follow Joey, him and his dick, and <laughs> they're always together. They're best pals. Uh, they're getting ready in the morning, getting ready to go to school, and they really want to get with this hot Jewish girl. Um, and uh, she's kind of like the one, like the popular girl in school. Uh, but everything Joey's a bit weird because he's had incidences where he's, his dick's got a little bit excited during class and stuff like that. So no one really likes him. He's a bit of an outcast. Oh, God. And the, sure- it, you should have sent me this one. Like, the Star Wars one was great, but as an intro into this group. It should have been that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah. listening I'm, to you I'm explain. I'm seeing my mistake now. <laughs> listening to you explain yeah. it to me, I'm just like. Holy fuck, this is a bizarre group, but I love them. Just, I'm going to now watch every single one of them. I, yeah, I it's, a, a, it's really great as well because the cast is, it's a regular cast. Um, and so you will recognize loads of people uh, as you go through seeing them play different parts. And it's actually really interesting because like they've all got fantastic voices and um, like they're all really versatile. And um, so like uh, the same guy who plays Voldemort in Harry Potter, uh, plays joey's dick (laughs) yes and um right so joey is going to school he's trying to get with this girl but then uh his nerdy next door neighbor who he's not really into um kind of he gives her a hug um because they're gonna do a project together i think and she's like thanking him and um so (laughs) joey's dick meets the neighbor's vagina they call her miss cooter (laughs) miss cooter Winning it's names. Great. Winning yeah. names. I They're very, very clever. 
And uh, Joey's dick's like, oh my god, I think I'm in love with her. She's got this beautiful southern accent. And uh, yeah, he's like, and so there's a conflict between Joey and his dick. And, uh, and then Joey's heart comes along and he's like, hey, don't worry. We're- oh, wait, no, hang on a minute. First of all, Joey and Joey's dick go their separate ways. Say what? Don't tell me how it... it- it's there's a so there's a visual cue so joey joey's dick and the neighbor and miss kota they're like so the person and their genitals uh attached like <laughs> they're attached by like a little bit of um like a little bit of like uh yeah string elastic band that sort of thing velcro um and so joey's dick decides um that no he's not into it he doesn't want to get with this hot girl he wants to go after miss kota so he detaches from joey and he runs off to try and find her. While well, he bounces off, he he balls off. He, <laughs> he rolls he, away. Yeah, he yeah he rolls away. Um, and so because Joey's dick is gone, Joey's heart <laughs> comes along. And he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna try and solve this for you. We're gonna win this girl." And um, all the way through, Joey's kind of missing his dick because it's his buddy. And um, like any yeah, man would. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. And um, he very nearly gets with this girl, but it all kind of goes wrong because um, his dick's not there. Uh, and uh, but yeah, but you meet other people's, but other characters in the show, like you see their um, genitals, um, mainly the lady parts, and um, and they all have very different personalities um two of them are played by men oh my god i was just about to ask like are the the men's playing men's and the women's playing women's or is there a mixture going on yeah there's a mixture and they are absolutely fantastic there's just yeah it's 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 they're really over the top characters but like so one of them is kind of like run down and can't can't take any more can't take any more dick and um kind of got this gruff voice and he doesn't even bother getting rid of his beard and stuff and he's wearing this pink dress and oh god and he's pearls and it's oh it's fantastic and um so like and then joey's dick also runs into a gang of lost dick dicks without their Owners. owners yeah and um it gets a little bit and there's this um girl who plays this like feisty tiny dick and then like um uh yeah so uh joey's dick's trying to like um thought he was safe with them but then he's trying to run away and it's just it's a really oddly fantastic show yeah so i'm guessing this is what you're gonna go oh yeah i i'm right after this right after we're done here i'm going to watch my uh joey's dick dick. me and my dick and actually as you were describing this it kind of reminded me of netflix uh big mouth series i don't know yeah i haven't seen it but i can i can see the correlation yeah (laughs) i i'm i'm super intrigued about this you look a tiny bit disturbed but in a good way it's a good disturbed it's uh yeah wow it's like you're gonna see life in a totally different light oh yeah like, my mind was already, uh, Jacob destroyed my worldview of Dawn of Justice. Oh, really? Yeah. With his love of Dawn of Justice and getting me to look at it in a different way. And now you've just completely destroyed another part of my life. Wow. So, I think I'm, I'm going to never going to look at your own genitals or No, same no, way. no, I don't think I, after this, I don't think I can. I spent, I spent, the thing, one of the things that makes this one particularly great, not other than the acting, 
is the costuming is fantastic. It's so creative and it's so and it's and it's perfect. Like every character is just spot on. All the gentles are great. <laughs> and it, and it's not often that I say that. I'm sorry, I'm a 12-year-old boy. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, don't, I don't know. All right, moving on, because I don't think... <laughs> I think if we stay on this one, it's just going to derail to uh, dick jokes, probably, and genital yeah, so jokes. We'll, we'll move on. Okay. So then the next one is a very Potter sequel. Okay. So they... Um, basically revisit all harry potter characters everyone's playing the same person which is great and um and it's basically a prequel to their first harry potter so uh different things happen because it, but it's all about harry's first year and like all the characters meeting for the first time and um and it's all based Ooh. on a uh so malfoy's father lucius goes back uses the time turner to go back to try and kill harry potter um and it doesn't work out very well oh god but it's very funny uh yeah there's not too much to say about this one uh but if you like the first one you'll like this one it's a banger it's a banger yes got some excellent banging tunes in there okay moving and, on and uh yeah what's one scene particular in this uh in the, the potter sequel that you enjoyed is there a sequence or is there a song specific? I think, ah, uh, I'm not sure if it's this one or if it, because I watched them out of order. Okay. Which was not a smart idea. I started with the, with the sequel, um, but, oh yeah, so Malfoy, uh, uh, this is kind of spoilers, right, spoilers. Spoiler alert. The following content is a spoiler alert. Spoilers but, for uh, something that's been out for quite a while. For ages, literally ages. Um, so Malfoy comes has also come back in time because in the future he's a nice guy. And um, he's all like, oh no, I'm just trying to help you. I'm friends with Harry Potter. But he's also um, had a crush on Hermione the, the whole time as well. Okay then. And so he's also trying to smooth on in there. And then he's like, um, at the end, he's like, confesses his feelings. He's like, look, I really like you. And Hermione's been like, she kind of goes, oh, I know I'm the character with the lowest self-esteem here, but I think I can do better. Wow. And it's savage. And it, but it's so funny. The great thing about with these, with Team Starkid is even though like they've reworked the characters and even though it's a comedy, like all of like the dramatic like punches still really hit you hard and it's um they're really good at at being having that good contrast between like like drama and tragedy and comedy hmm, okay then so sound good so far so far so good um still a little hung up on the deck but yeah uh, i can understand it's not abnormal it uh we'll move on to the, dick uh, the brain. yeah dick for brain hey oh look there, <laughs> there there's my journal just hang out beside me too um <laughs> gonna start a song and dance all of a sudden uh so after a potter's sequel what, what's the next one that happens oh hang on a minute i'm just gonna have to double check it because i don't want to get it wrong because we're all you. professionals and we know everything by the book okay so then they do a musical called starship and this is the only one that i haven't managed to see yet okay um but this one's all with puppets <gasps> yeah. I, I i don't know now i'm torn do i want to watch me and my dick or the puppets one 
See, I, I can't give any information on Starship because I've literally not, not seen a thing. Mm. I haven't seen it at all. All I know, I've seen I've seen one of the songs because um, uh, they also go on tour with their songs and like perform and they do like comic cons and stuff like that. Um, they were actually over in the UK like either last week or this week um, at a convention and I only just found out like a few days ago and I can't believe I missed it. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, yeah. Um, but Starship, uh, I've got no idea what it's about other than there's puppets. Oh, I do love puppets. They're little bug puppets. Bug puppets? Uh, I don't know now. Yeah. I don't know. But it's still probably going to be... They look really good, though. I think this is going to... I'm going to go with uh, me and my dick and then this one. Yeah. Okay, well, the next one is that they did was Holy Musical Batman. Before you go on, just going to ask you, do they do the Christian Bale Batman voice? Yes, they do. Fuck. But it's... But it's set in more of the, like, original Batman world. So the Adam West world? Yeah. Oh my god. So it's Adam West world with Christian Bale voice. Oh, and that's Batman. the only bit of Christian Bale there. It's literally just the voice. Oh god. The guy um, who plays Alfred does a Michael Caine impersonation, which is spot on, by the way. And he oh. sings with that accent, and it's Ooh. excellent. So Holy Musical Batman is about... Ba- basically, Batman's been batmaning for a while he's you know everyone fears him but loves him it's very much um gotham's very much kind of new york like brooklyn accents kind of thing there's a lot of um really great choreograph comic-y kind of oh, gestures and stuff like that like they're all grouped together and be like rabble rabble like uh if they're like trying to show like a whole crowd being like in distress and stuff and so it's like really like well timed four people together going just rabble 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 yeah yeah pretty oh much God. yeah and um and uh so and batman comes home uh after being picked on a little bit by superman oh, uh, superman showed him up because uh superman was like show it because uh batman was getting the key to the city and it's going to be presented by superman and so he's flying through the sky and superman's like oh but i can go faster than you and then batman's like well of course you can because this this is my slow plane and um oh my god and so batman comes home he's very upset and uh alfred's like well surely surely you've got a friend and he's like the joker's my friend oh but he He's in heaven now with mom and pop. <laughs> and, um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so Batman's like, well, um, Lucius Fox, he's, he's my friend. He's, you know, he makes me all kinds of stuff. So he goes to call him and Alfred's phone starts ringing. Tragic. Oh my God. So, um, so he fires Alfred. And then O'Malley comes in, which is Alfred with an Irish beard on an irish beard you mean he has a red yeah. beard yeah an irish ginger beard but it's in that kind of um it also i think it also might have like a um like a clover hat on and stuff as well i can't oh. quite remember but yeah he literally comes in straight away and he's like oh i'm alfred's replacement but i think maybe there's a bit of an accent change there also could possibly be no accent change fair and uh and so uh he places uh an ad in in the paper and he gets and so this is where Robin is introduced, and I just cannot tell you how perfect a Robin it is. You're, you, you see, you're making it hard for me to decide on which one of these I will watch next, because these just yeah, sound so amazing. It is hard. Amazing. And everyone's like, 
and and there's this whole song of every being of everyone being like oh no batman's like he's our he's our dark knight he's a loner he's a lone wolf we hate robin robin sucks and the the song's called robin sucks (laughs) meanwhile on the other side of gotham the the um the rogues gallery have got together penguin's got all the villains together they're all all discussing what they should do and there's an absolute bang in tune about introducing all of the different villains it's so good it's called rogues are we i've got the soundtrack on my phone because it's so good so out of all this all all the uh skits that they do or the shows that they do Mm. you would say the batman one has the best soundtrack oh no i would say twisted has the best soundtrack and i'll i'll get to that and i'll tell you why but but I, I have because I have the Twisted soundtrack and I also have the Annie soundtrack. Okay. The Annie soundtrack's really good. Oh, that's a banger. Cool. So, Holy Musical Batman. So, the rogues have got together and in comes this new guy called Sweet Tooth. He is a candy-themed villain. Straight in line with his regular rogue, rogues gallery, so it's fine. Absolutely. And uh, he, as he'll make, I think, like twice in a sentence, if not more. He will ha- he will make a sweetie pun, and he will pull out the candy to go along with it, and it's so beautifully executed. It's so smooth. It's hilarious. So he'll be like, "Stop snickering, you airheads!" And he'll get them out in time, and it will just pull them from different places, and it's fantastic. I'm so jealous of this guy. He's a very um, he's a really kind of Joker esque, but not Joker because it's Sweet Tooth. Okay. Um, and um, and he has an assistant called Candy, which you meet a bit later, who is very much Harley Quinn, but not because it's Candy. So it's their version of the Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, pretty much. But um, they're they're fantastic, really evil, uh, really funny. So um, so Sweet Tooth quickly has his place as leader. He puts himself down. He's like, "No, I'll kill you. I will. I will." mix together whatever blow your head up i'm evil don't mess with me and so he says well why don't we kill the batman and everyone's like oh my god that's an amazing plan why didn't i think of that so he says you know divided we've got no chance let's get every villain we can and pull together to kill the batman so that's like lame villains villains with names that don't match their powers villains that are taken from public domain all the villains are gonna gang up on batman so there's egghead there's uh calendar man sherlock holmes uh evil huckleberry finn how does sherlock holmes evil he's got a he's got a ray gun or something like that okay it's a hey batman's villain not mine it's true yeah um so they get together and um so they've got this big old plan so uh, the sweet tooth says, you know, either you can, I've poisoned the water supply, so either you can save, uh, oh, he captures Robin as well, and, um, I see where this says, is going. He's like, it's either save everyone or save Robin. And Batman's like, I'm gonna save Robin because, uh, no one likes him, like, because everyone's going against him. But then, you know, spoilers, turns out everyone was like, hey, if Bat- Batman likes Robin, then, then we like him as well. So that's just like a vague, not quite accurate run through of what happens in that. Awesome tunes, awesomely funny. Definitely check it out. Actually, I think this might have been the first one I ever watched. Yes, this was the first Starkid I ever watched. How did you fall into the Starkid? 
I'm just, you know, YouTube searching. Yeah. I I do a lot of, like, when I was younger, I used to do a lot of plays and musicals and stuff. So, like, I would just search in musical and eventually, like, it came up. Okay. So after Holy Batman musical, we move on to... Uh, that's a good point. What do we move on to? We move on to... So their very last installment of their uh, Potter... Harry Potter ones, which is a very Potter senior year. Okay. Uh, so that is so this one. I'm I'm not sure because the filmed version, um, they're all holding scripts and stuff. So I think um, it was maybe like a special um, for a convention they were doing and stuff. All right. It seems to be that way. Um, and uh, the girl who plays Luna Lovegood in the in the actual harry potter films plays luna lovegood in this musical oh that's awesome yeah it's really cool yeah it's great um and in this one everyone's like oh harry potter uh nah you're a bit washed up i mean what are you gonna do after i mean yeah you saved the school like a billion times but what are you gonna do afterwards Mm, old news harry potter and he's destroyed because everyone's into um Oh, God, what's his name? Lockhart? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's into him with his um, teen teen novels. Uh, in this uh, universe, he created The Hunger Games and Twilight. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, and uh, Hermione's a really big fan, and he's like, oh, write me some stuff on Harry Potter. Write me, write me some stuff about Harry Potter, because she reveals that her favourite type of um, literature is to write fan fiction. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's going down a good road. Yeah. This one is also tied into a Chamber of Secrets uh, thing. So Harry breaks up with Ginny, and Ginny starts writing in her diary about it, but it turns out it's Tom Riddle's diary. And he's like, oh, Ginny, don't worry. I'll show you a flashback. And so you see loads of flashback about how Voldemort became Voldemort, and... Um, and gets Ginny to do a load of weird stuff, and she's all heartbroken over Harry Potter. And um, this one, uh, and then, so everyone's like, oh my god, Voldemort's back. Um, but Harry's like, no, I'm not helping. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm a nobody. No one likes me, no one cares. And uh, it's a lot of self-pity. And then there's this really heartfelt moment of when, so he, his mum and dad... And, um, and, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting everyone's name. I'm flaking out. Every, everyone he likes that's dead. So his mom is dad. Sirius. Yes. Um, what's his name, uh, from Twilight? Patterson? 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 Yeah, yeah, he actually does come back, yeah. So they all come back and they're like, Harry, we know it's scary, you know. They're tearing down your Harry Potter statue, but, um, you know, don't worry about it, you know. They're just fads. It happens. You've got to move on with life. And it's actually really beautiful. Um, like, And it's one of those ones where you're like, oh, my God, these guys can really sing. And, like, like they've clearly, like, not had, like, loads of time to rehearse because, like, they've still got their scripts and stuff. But it's still fantastic. Okay. So it just so shows how skilled they are, really. Um, and then there's a... It ends with the classic, all the kids going off. Uh, they're you know, they're grown up and they're sending their kids off to Hogwarts. And, like, there's a lot of, like, reprises of songs from other shows and stuff, and it's, oh, 
but it's so funny that sometimes it just really hits you in the feels. Okay, I'll save that one for last. I don't need the feels. I, yeah, so well, I want to talk about feels. So the next one they do is Twisted. Yes, your apparent favorite. Have you? Can you guess what Twisted is? Have you got an idea of what it might be about? <sighs> I'm feeling... I, I want to say it's about the movie Twister, but <laughs> that would be too easy. Okay. Well, if I told you that it's a Disney parody. Tangled or Frozen? No. no. This is before Tangled and Frozen, oh, I think. Sure. Or maybe not before Tangled, but I'm pretty sure it's before Frozen. It's, I'm guessing it's not a Wizard of, the, a Wizard of Oz. Oh, you are close, though. Alice in Wonderland. No. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. Okay. You're not going to get it. So, you know, so, you know the musical Wicked? Yes. Well, it's kind of taking that style of story and applying it to Aladdin. Okay. So the full title is Twisted, the untold story of a royal vizier. Oh my god. So in this, it's all about Jafar and how Jafar is a great guy. Sure. Sure he is. You say that, I guarantee once you watch this, you're going to be like, oh my god. Like, this makes like way too much sense like it's so like it's so theoretically sound and so the whole uh musical is is parodying disney itself and uh you know aladdin um and um and also kind of wicked as well so the story goes now this is it is quite it's a it's a long in this one but it's fantastic this one this one probably has the best, the probably the most complex story, but it's got some banging tunes. So basically, you start off with Jafar, and everyone's in the street uh, singing about how they don't like him. And uh, fuck you, Jafar is said quite a lot. Ooh. And he's a, <laughs> and you know, you kind of see how everyone's a bit like uh, dreamy. And Jafar's really down to earth. So they, so like some of the lyrics will be like, because um, if you're good and you're attractive, no need to be proactive. Good things will just happen to you. Oh God. So, uh, so, um, and then and it basically follows the whole story of um, Aladdin. Uh, Jaf- uh, Aladdin runs into Jasmine and he's like, you know, you know, I'm an, I'm an orphan, and I'm only 33. Yeah. I have a very confused look at my face right now so that people at home can know. Um, I think at 33, you can't really call yourself an orphan anymore. No, no, he's an, he's an orphan. He was orphaned at 33. Oh, so at 33, he became an orphan. Okay. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's totally different. Totally. And, uh, and uh, Jasmine's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you know. I, uh, you know, I want to fight injustice and slavery. And then she, like, yells, grapes! And, like, her servants are bringing her grapes and stuff. She's like, she's like, I want to be, you know, lowly and poor and free, but with money. Oh, God. So it's kind of like a spoiled rich girl kind of thing. First world problems type things. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And, um, and so during this... So she pisses off uh, Prince from the land of Pixar, um, which is just not good because um, the Magic Kingdom and the land of Pixar need to, you know, need to re- re- uh, reaffirm their contract 
um, you know, so that they can prosper and all this. And so uh, you find out a bit more about Jafar's backstory, how he um, lost his wife to the Sultan, who just decided to take his wife, and then she died uh, in childbirth. And um, it's very, it's really, this, if you want a musical that's going to hit you in the feels, this one really does it. It's really, like, oh, like, it's so silly, but, like, it really, like, hits you hard. So he's like, he's like, Jafar's like, I don't believe in wishes, but I do have half a scarab. If I find the other half, go to the Tigerhead cave, maybe I can help sort out the kingdom's socioeconomic inequality. Wow. That's all he wants. He wants to try, he just wants to fix the kingdom. He wants to really try and solve things. And um, and then, obviously, this whole stuff with Aladdin comes in. He's like, look, you go get it, you're free, whatever. And then, obviously, that doesn't work out. And then, um, for the rest of it, I don't really, I really don't want to go into this one too much because I don't want to spoil anything because it is fantastic. But I will say that there's this amazing song where Jafar's kind of deciding what to do, what path to take. And um, all the other Disney villains crop up to give their two cents that's amazing yeah so uh, like Ursula comes in and she was like i only wanted to reclaim what was mine you kind of hear all their stories and like scar comes in he says i only wanted equal rights for all um uh gaston comes in and he's like uh you know i only wanted to love her and you and there's loads more and then at the end cruella deville's like I only wish to make a coat made out of puppies. And then everyone's like, you're not helping. Why would you do that? And then, um, and it's very funny. And then it goes into like a really serious, he's trying to decide what to do. And the only path he can choose is twisted. Well played. Using the name. Yes. Well played. And um, yeah, and I don't want to, don't want to spoil it, but like, again, it's like fantastic characters it's an incredible story, amazing songs. Like, they're really, like, they're so Disney and they're really powerful. And I've definitely cried at least twice watching this one. Oh, well then. Damn it. No, I still, no, the, 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 me and my dick is still number one. <laughs> and I, God, it's so weird to say. But yeah, that one we'll, we'll definitely watch first. Because mm. it's just, it's just the ridiculous nature of it. Mm. Okay. Well, then after that, we have Annie, which you have seen. Yes, which is just hilarious. And just the weirdness of like the first like 10 minutes watching it and how everyone is complaining about Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> and the opening... Like, um, I, I lo- Sorry to cut you off. That's fine, no, no. I I've love the, uh, the, like, the opening... Like, it felt when they were doing the song and mm-hmm. the dance... It felt yeah. truly like I was watching a TV program. <laughs> Just that like zany kookiness and midway through he loses his breath. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. There's really great miming in this one as well. Oh, yeah. Like, um, and like loads of like great jokes where he's just like, like when he's like, here, Taki, here's my, here's my old lines that I used to use. And he's like, these are, <laughs> every time he uses the uh, Hayden Christensen voice and everyone's like, ew, don't do that. Oh, it's just so many great moments in it. Yeah. Oh. I funny thing, I the first so I managed to get all, most of my friends into some stuff here. And um we used to do this thing 
uh, Star Wars Sunday. Okay. So it's when we just started hanging out. So after work, we would go and like go around to John's house and do something Star Wars related. And um, so I was like, we've got to watch this. And so for like the first 10 minutes, everyone was like, what are you making us watch? And I was like, uh, but they carried on with it. And then they realized how awesome it is. Yeah, it takes but, it takes a f- like at least a good ten minutes till you start yeah. appreciating how good it is, and yeah. then it just ramps up the awesomeness. Yeah, and there's like some really dark humor in there as well, and like Jar Jar is like kind of hang himself. Like you, it was like one of those moments. I was like, where well, you just like I can't believe they're showing this, but it, it's like that's like another one of the things. Like they'll go there. Yeah, there's no well, considering that one of their things is my d- dick and me or me and my dick. I'm yeah. not surprised that they'll go into the dark recesses of comedy. <laughs> yeah. So then so then after that, um we've got Trail to Oregon. Oh. Now Oregon so you know Trail. About, yeah, so do you know much about the the game, like the educational game? Every every child of the early 90s knows about this. Okay, right. See, like, I didn't really know about it, um, but, like, I've heard about it and stuff. So this, basically a musical of that game. Oh, my God. (laughs) Screw it. This one's going first, just for the uh, pure, pure reminiscence of my youth. So this one would be great if um, if, if this one would have been a great one to watch live. Like, all the rest, they're, like, it's like it's fine enough watching them on YouTube, but this one would have been great to watch live because it's really interactive. So like, every show is kind of different because at the beginning they've got this great song, and they get you get to name the characters, you get to name each family member. I love it. So they just get audience members to just shout like all the audience just shouts out like different names, and they just pick one. Is there a Steve? There's no Steve. There's a Jack Bauer. Ooh. There's Craphole. There's Slippery When Wet. Okay. And Mouthface. All great names. All fantastic names. Um, yeah, and you basically, and it basically kind of goes through. It just, you just going down the trail goes through. So you meet the Bandit King <laughs> at the beginning, and he's like, "Yep." I'm gonna marry your daughter. That's all. And uh, you know, no worries. And then the mum's like, "Nah, it ain't happening." And he gets real pissed off. So then later on, after the grind, um, you know, they're they're traveling for a while. <sighs> Their son. <laughs> they've got so they've got um, a horny ox that's just deformed. Like he's got, he's just got like a hole where his mouth should be. Um, played by a person, obviously. Well, of course. Um, and they've got um, a wagon that doesn't have wheels. It has, like, hexagons. Okay. Because this, the dad, uh, their farmers, their farm burnt down. And he has just kind of got bamboozled um, into buying whatever. And they're like, we don't need food. We can live off the land. Don't worry about it. We just need lots of bullets. And uh, so after the grind... Uh, the bandit king turns up again and um, steals the daughter, and uh, so they've got to try and get her back. And like, there are marital issues as well, which is funny. And someone gets 
the dad gets bitten by a snake and um, becomes like audience aware for a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah, no, nope, uh, nope. This one is definitely going above uh, me and my dick. Wow, I can't! I cannot believe we beat it. I do have uh, a difference of opinion, and I beg to differ that this one is just pure reminiscing. Is why it's going yeah. above it. I suppose, yeah, because I, I, I never really had that, so I was just like, well, this is fun and kooky. Um, it's, uh, there's some great harmonies in this as well. Um, but, um, yeah, the granddad, like, takes the kids out hunting, and, like, the granddad's got this whole backstory about fighting the lobsters, and, uh, yeah. I have a very confused look on my face again. Lobsters, you say? As in the sea yeah, creature? It, it, it comes into play. I'm not going to bother explaining it to you. You're going to have to watch him find out. Leaving a little sizzle there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so the, um, the the young son, who has previously described in the um, musical, but, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, his, his first way of testing thing is he picks it up, he, he shakes it around a little, and then that thing just goes straight in his mouth. And, uh, you know, if it fights to get out, then it will get out. But if... If it don't fight back, it's, it's being eaten. Okay, then. So, he's given a gun. And, oh, yeah, because that makes so much fucking sense. So, um, he, uh, he's like, he's like, oh, I can't... Sh-. <laughs> so, the, um, this herd of buffalo come along, this mum and dad and baby buffalo come along, and, um, he's like, I don't want to shoot them, they're talking to me. And, um, you know, there's a whole song where the granddad's like, look, um... You know, sometimes it pays to be an animal, sometimes don't. And if you wake up with mud on your dick... And Wait, you have, what? Uh, well, yeah, that's how the song goes. Oh, and okay. you don't even know where it came from. Sometimes it pays to be an animal, sometimes don't. I I, I don't know what to say. Hmm. Yeah, you can just enjoy that one for a bit. i I rather not. Moving but on. Honestly, <laughs> it's a catchy tune. I guarantee you, after you watch it... It'll be in your head. Okay. So another, so another, so the story continues, blah, blah, blah. Now, when you reach the end, there is also another interaction. And you, as a watcher on YouTube, can also interact because it will give you the option to choose, spoiler alert, to choose who dies. By dysentery. Yes, of course. Okay, good. What, by what else? Because so, that's how uh, everyone dies in the game, no matter what. I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um and it's funny, the whole way through, they're just like, dysentery, don't even worry about it. Oh, uh, uh, you look like a person who, who's been killed by dysentery many times. It's how I lived my life when I was a child, dying by dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the only way you could play the game. You had to die by dysentery. I don't think any I know anyone who's finished that game. Everyone's died. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be educational, I guess. Not many people made it. That's very true. No one really survived the Oregon Trail. Or the Trail of yeah. Oregon. <laughs> it's it's funny because like at the beginning there's also I don't want to spoil all the jokes but they're really funny. But like he's just like a oh, like dude oh, no food okay if you want to end up like the Donner Party and the dad's like the Donner Party they sound like it they sound like they know how to have fun. Oh my god that's amazing. So there's loads so I think you'll really enjoy this because there is loads there's probably loads of stuff that like I didn't pick up on that you will from the game. Oh god. Yep, that's literally after we're done, I'm putting it on YouTube and going to waste two hours of my time. Well, not waste, enjoy 
the next two hours yeah. of my time. Honestly, let me know because um, it's a real good one. Ah, the songs are so catchy, like as well with with all of these. Um, but uh, Trails of Oregon is definitely one that's super catchy. Sounds like it. Yeah, cool. So we're nearly done. Okay. I won't give you too much longer. So the next one is um, Firebringer, which is their original story. And it's set um, in the dawn of humanity. Uh, so cavemen and whatnot. And it's about the discovery of fire. And um, it's uh, sort of like how the, so the, the tribe has basically been lied to by their previous leader. They've been worshipping a duck. One of them has been holding up the sky, you know, um, they all, one of them like has just been working on like the one joke and, um, and there's lots of little subplots in it. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, one of them that their, their leaders like, Hey, no, we've got to work. And, um, Sazalil, um, who's the fire bringer, she finds the fire in the end. She is like, mm, there's a whole song about, I don't really want to do the work today. And uh, so she's just trying to find ways to be lazy and like fire ends up making them lazy and they lose the fire and then they're all in trouble. And um, there's this lovely romantic side plot um, with uh, where one of them's showing them how to, to make different combinations of food. The other one's showing them how to paint. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he like draws a turkey and he's like, oh, turkeys are my speciality. And it's like a handprint. It's very funny. And then... Um, She's like, oh, can I have a go? And then uh, she also does a turkey, and he's like, oh, well, that's, that's like, better than mine. And he gets all, like, butthurt about it. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, it's not a it's not a turkey. It's a, it's a spider. And he's like, oh, well, spiders have more legs. <laughs> and, um, Male fragility right there. Male ego fragility. Yeah. And so, um, and uh, the, the, so... Yeah, they, like, defeat the monster, they get fired back, they learn to use it responsibly, and then it turns out one of the uh, members of the tribe has been an alien guardian this whole time, who now, you know, now that they've learned to use fire responsibly, it's time that they, you know, learn, you know, were given knowledge. Okay. (laughs) And they all get knowledge at the end, and then they sing a song about it, and it's lovely. Seems like it. Yeah, so so that's one of their own. And then the very last one, so it's not out yet, but they're at the moment they're in, I assume, rehearsal, but they're in the middle of fundraising and trying to get this their next project going, which is um, the guy who doesn't... It's, yeah, I think it's called The Guy Who Doesn't Like Musicals. Interesting. A musical trope. A musical group doing one about someone who doesn't like musicals. Yeah. So that's... You know, they're fundraising for that. Um, I think the plot is that uh, there's, like, a, a alien sort of invasion, like, brought on by, like, a meteorite or something, and people are getting infected, and everyone's singing, and this one guy doesn't like musicals, and he's going to try, him and his friends are going to try and help help save, save the world from this virus. Okay, so kind of a body snatcher, invasion of the body snatchers type idea, I guess? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be just as good as all the other ones. Um, so I'm really excited for that. So if anyone gets into Team Starkid, like, go go fund them. It'll be great. It'll come out on YouTube, you know, if you can't go see it, if you don't live in Chicago. Uh, so, um, you know, it's 
definitely going to be good. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll put the links in the description down below. Yeah, like just yeah, and there's a couple of other things on their YouTube. They've done like a couple of other like little projects, like movies, musicals, and me, which is like a little tiny little web series. And um, uh, they did like um, like a sketch show with with no music, um, which I think is about a bird's airport or something like that. Um, haven't seen it, or at least I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, but yeah, so there's loads to check out if I haven't already tempted you with every description of everything they've done so far. No, you have. You, you've given me a lot that I want to watch mm. and I will probably do that and spend the rest of my day watching them. So there's, I that's... feel, I feel so bad cause I feel like I've done a lot of the talking here, but I hope that I've brought a, a magical education to you. <laughs> you did. You did bring a magical education cause I had not heard of these people before you, uh, you had mentioned that you wanted to do it on Annie. And, <laughs> and I, I'm not upset at all because I did not know they had such a wide range of uh, musicals that they do. Yeah, I hope that it's, this has been entertaining for listeners who knew absolutely nothing about them. No. Because I, I imagine their reaction will be very similar to yours. Yeah, I, I, I can see a few of them having the same reaction. So we're going to wrap it up here. Um, yeah. I'm going to give the floor again for you to promote all your socials that you want to promote and anything you want to promote. Oh God, I can barely do this on my own podcast. Yeah. Well, Oh, just search, just search up beg to differ podcast. I think we're the first like results for that. I think we are the main, cause I think there's like one other podcast that tried to call themselves beg to differ, but it wasn't happening. Like we have like a billion episodes. So like that's not happening. Um, so we'll be under social media, under any form of Beg to Differ, Beg to Differ podcast, Beg to podcast on some of them. But yeah, go check it out. If you like hearing me talk or, you know, just weird people bickering about different opinions about lots of different things, then um, yeah, we, we did a musicals episode with Josh from the dorm. So if you liked this, then you might like the musicals episode. But the one I recommend is start on dating part one and two because there are just some amazing stories in there yes and uh, i make a little cameo i'm not gonna lie in that episode not lie yes but, you do but one of my stories about dating but i was also going to say the episode that you talk about school oh the recent one yeah, yeah the yeah. most recent one that one was mind-blowing and i hope you have uh, it's aiden right mm-hmm, yeah aiden come back and tell more stories either through your patreon or on yeah. the show itself because i want to hear more about this prison school yeah. spoiler oh my God, yeah. he went to prison school it's so funny i was we were just talking and i was like because me and aiden went to school together and i was like oh my god you've got to tell that story it's perfect for the podcast it's so good and um it's really funny because like me and aiden um going to school together comes into play a bit as well because he actually used to bully me a bit when we first started going <laughs> to school and um and obviously we're friends now and um he was just like oh no i used to just throw orange pills at you <laughs> and uh, which i had totally forgotten about up until that point so yeah, so, yeah that's some good stuff yeah i'll put the link for the show the, the those two shows the uh, dating part one and two plus the uh, bull, uh the schooling in the show yeah. notes so that people can go see it uh, and watch it because they're amazing um I'm going to do the close now for my show. It's uh, the Phil Better Show, where you can find us on all social media at Phil Better Show. So that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also email the show at philbettershow at gmail.com. I'm Phil. 
And I'm Maisie. Oh, you just put the microphone. <laughs> yeah, just right up there. Just putting the microphone right like, oh, yeah, she, she can talk into the microphone. Um, yes, <laughs> this has been the Feel Better Show talking about Team Star. Kid. Kid. Yeah. Uh, talking so, about dicks talking about dicks pretty much just talking about dicks um <laughs> please like and subscribe and share with all your friends and uh see you next week <laughs>